You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Will Turboff joining us now from uh, 24-7 Sports. Covers Baylor, kind of dabbles with the Longhorns down there in Austin. Uh, and, uh, Will, good to have you. Uh, Cam Stewart on with us now, as you know. And uh, we found out you liked Cam. And so we brought Cam on the show. So we're, uh, you know, we're just catering this thing to you. But Appreciate what an interesting Will. news day, Will. I mean, y'all break the news about Mason Miller, the 24-7 sports. Let's give Zenitz and Tim Watkins uh, some love there. And so that's Mason Miller. I mean, that's good news. He's, he's had a good past and all. But then the, we get the news right after that from Jonathan Jones of CBS that the Ravens are hiring Dennis Johnson as their D-line coach. And, Will, i just kind of wondering, I mean, how is this sitting, all this movement with recruits? There was so much momentum going on. Do you feel like Keenan can kind of keep doing his thing and maybe this isn't that big of a deal? What are you, what are you hearing from recruits when you reach out to them yeah what, what's up guys uh it's definitely right. been a, a slow news week for for Baylor <laughs> uh, yeah Monday you know we hear Chris Kapilovich is heading to Alabama a little bit later in the day that Christian Robinson is headed to Alabama um and two very different cases there uh Kapilovich is a guy I think they were very surprised uh, that they were able to get a couple months ago He's got a great track record. Um, was one of the only guys that was even considered to, to stay on the staff in Michigan State. Um, and he's, you know, he hit the ground running with recruiting for Baylor. Uh, he got Jamin Brown out of Alabama, uh, made sure that the Cash Courtney stayed on board and Deshaun Bryant stayed on board. Um, so that's going to be kind of a big hit for Baylor, to be honest. Um, young wow. offensive line room. Uh, that's a guy that, you know, is thought of a team leader. And, you know, Obviously, they've already found their replacement, and that's another guy who you know has a lot of experience being a leader, being a head coach. Actually, uh, Mason Miller, you know, coming off of uh, an offensive coordinator stand at Tarleton last year, uh, so that's it's a it's a great hire from you know from what I've heard about him. He really fits into the offense that they're going to run, the spread out air raid type offense uh, for the Bears this year with with DeQuan Finn. Um, so I think that. You know, Miller will really be able to fill the gap that Chris Kapilovich has left. Uh, as for Christian Robinson, not as active on the recruiting scene. Um, you know, Baylor hasn't had their their share of, of big-time inside linebacker recruits over the last few years. Um, and I think, you know, they'll be looking for someone that, that is able to do that for them. Uh, Robinson did get Keaton Thomas out of JUCO, who was part of the 2024 class. Uh, so that was a pretty big addition. Um, but I, like I said, I think they will be able to kind of rebound uh, from those two. Dennis Johnson, uh, this is an interesting case. Really did not see this one coming at all. Um, but when a, a job with the Baltimore Ravens opens up, uh, it's, it's hard to see a guy like that not take it. Um, and he was very, you know, very big into this last signing class, uh, held Alex Foster away from, from Texas and then from Michigan State a little bit. Uh, so that'll be one who I'll be really interested to see who the replacement is. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, three staffers being lost in the third week in February is not something you see to, you know, happen too often. Uh, but here we are, you know, still, Baylor's still feeling the effects of Nick Saban somehow. Somehow. It's wild. And, and looking at specifically the Dennis Johnson one, Will, you, you said that was kind of a bit more of a surprise. We were talking to you just a few weeks ago here uh, for National Signing Day, and one of the names was Alex Foster, who does play on the defensive line. And he was the one who was, a, he's a four-star guy out of Mississippi. He was committed to Baylor in the summer and didn't sign in the early period, kind of wanted to wait out his offers. He was getting some really good offers. And in the end, sticks with Baylor. But from what you know in your conversations with him, was that a commitment to Dennis Johnson just as much as it was Baylor? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Alex had a great connection with Dennis Johnson, still has a really good one with, with Matt Polich. Those were the main two guys that were involved there. I know he's very close with Dave Aranda. Um, I don't want to say that we should be looking out for you know a release from, from an NLI. I haven't talked to him yet. Uh, but that was a guy, you know, we talked about a lot late in, you know, heading up to, to early signing day. And then again, national signing day, who, you know, we weren't really sure about the commitment. Uh, that all changed when Bo Davis left Texas to go to LSU. Uh, but he was, you know, considering all options until the last couple of days there. Uh, so this is one, you know, just in terms of, of a great guy, um, you know, the Baylor won out over some, some really good programs that have really good defensive line development. Uh, it's, you know, it's a bummer to say the least that his positional coach leaves just a few days after, after national signing day. Well, this is a, this is a setback for sure. We'll see how big a one I would say, go look at some more SMU coaches. I like Keenan Hall. Uh, I would, I would look that direction. Dennis Johnson's nickname will is meatball. And I earlier I, I couldn't really remember and I was calling him Meatloaf. I think I've called him Pork Chop pork today. Chop a few times, yeah. Dennis Meatball Johnson. I liked him. I really liked him. I mean, he's not he's not as active on social media as others. This Dallas Baker wakes up and and like, I mean, there's no telling. Dallas <laughs> Baker, I mean, he may tweet about anything, about just what he's having for breakfast. Uh but yeah, this is a so what do we what do we do, Will, on the the momentum front? Is it kind of like everything's in a holding pattern right now? Like, um, and and do you think? I mean, and what? How does that even work? Could players get use this to get out of signing? Because um, usually it's about a head coach leaving, and then those players can go in the portal. You can't really do that, can you? With a with a position coach. Uh, there's been some cases. DeAndre Robinson, who originally signed at Texas during the uh, the early signing period, uh, he was released from his NLI when Bo Davis left. Um, and there's been a few more instances of that. Uh, Ashton Bethel-Roman, who we talked about the last time, thinking that you know he might land with Baylor. It was He was signed to Arkansas. He was actually on campus. Um, the wide receivers coach left there, and you know they let him go. Uh, and I think you see it a lot. They want to keep these guys, and they're going to do everything they can to do that. But at the same time, you don't want guys on your team who don't want to be there. Um, and this is one where I think, you know, they were a little worried, if, you know, that was going to be the case early on. Um, and I don't want to say it is now, but it's definitely, it's like I said, it's definitely 
a little bit scary, you know, thinking about losing a guy two weeks after you find him. Definitely something to monitor. Something to monitor there. And, you know, Will, I want to talk about, you. you know, we, we talked on Locked on Baylor about a month, month and a half ago uh, about the junior days and, and the the recruiting momentum that Baylor had, had garnered. And it seems like all we heard from those top prospects that were coming in were talking about, you know, the stability of the coaching staff. And, you know, the, there was no attrition inside the building, inside the football building. Do you think that opinion might change? Now, all these coaches are leaving for better jobs, and we see that in the real world all the time. But in the world of college football, does this show a bit of a crack in the armor of the stability of the Baylor football coaching staff? You know, I I really don't think so. Um, I think because of how many staff changes there were early in the offseason, um, guys realize that, that Baylor's going through a transition period right now, that Aranda's, you know, going all out. And it's simple as, you know, sometimes it doesn't go your way. You win some, you lose some. And when Alabama comes knocking for two of your coaches and the Baltimore Ravens come knocking for another one, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to take the loss, reassess, and find some guys that are at least going to be with you until the season starts. So I, I really, you know, I think they're big losses. Um, and I think they'll change the way – that this team operates, um, but I don't think it'll have a huge impact on recruiting, uh, depending on who they hire. And 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 Mace Miller is one uh, that I think will bring a bump to recruiting already. He's he's coached all across the country, um, and that's the type of guy they need—a guy who who has connections everywhere, um, a guy who's been in Texas the last year. Um, so we already saw one great hire, in my mind, and, and hopefully two more um, that can really mitigate this damage all right i'm gonna hold up and watch some tarleton film see what i can find on there i love that coating hat it's kind of like a saban-esque type hat he was wearing at mississippi state he's got a good beard and he's got a good coaching hat and uh it's just weird though that the bears are becoming a feeder program like coaching feeder program for like the great programs I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to make of it. Will, Will, why don't you come see us for before the when Baylor plays uh, University of Texas? We're going to be doing a show outside Baylor's new arena, the Foster Pavilion. We think you might like it. Why don't you just come down, come to that game, and you can be our guest, and uh, we'll have you on, and we'll probably be doing the show from right outside the, uh, the pavilion. So I just wanted to extend that invitation to you. I appreciate the invitation, and uh, I'll tell you what, I think I'll be out there. I was already already thinking about coming out there for that game next Monday. So we talk about everything. We talk about Baylor's got the number 11 recruiting class in the country. I know we've been it's been all negative today, but yeah, number 11 in the country for a team that won three games last year. Um, you know, I've been getting a lot of flack on social media for even mentioning it in February and mentioned it in December. Um but this is, it's a big deal. I mean, they're getting guys they shouldn't have gotten. Um, so that's, you know, that's what I just want to say. There's, yes, it's, it hasn't been an ideal week, but there's still a lot of great things going. Right. Will Kyle always six. knows how to make us more positive. He always does. Will's just a chipper guy. He's one of the better Sigma Kai's I've been around. Although, boy, the Baylor Sigma Kai's back in the day, great shooters. Like, they were the BYU of Baylor intramurals. <laughs> Wow. I mean, the range they had. Matt Johnson, Hastings Hanshaw, Bill Howe. I mean, to this day, I can remember those I think their numbers are retired. 
Yeah, you were asking Pat about that. I think those guys' numbers are retired. Will, do you ever go over and see the Longhorns? I know they're not very good this year, but do you ever go over to Moody and just to kind of see what's going on over there? Is that a fun? Is that a pretty fun atmosphere? No, I haven't made it out there all year. There's there's always been something <laughs> holding me up. Like the first time that I actually see him play this year will be in. <laughs> well, that's, that's funny. That's the that's the best what way to do it. What's what do you think's holding him up, Cam? Like the fact that he he's like a street away from Sixth Street. What do you think? Will what do you think's keeping Will from just going across the street? Priority basketball yeah. arena. Go over there and watch a game sometime, Will, at that Gregory Gym. I mean, I hate to be the old guy, kind of giving you life advice, but you need to do that. That's the old school Texas gym gymnasium that's still there on campus, as you know. Go right. over and, and, and watch a game there sometime, okay? I will. All right. If you need us, we're around later, Will. If anything comes up or you have a question about classes or anything, what you want to enroll for in the fall, let us know. Cam and I have had to do all of that. But uh, appreciate it, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for jumping on with us. Yeah, always great to see you. Uh, I'm thinking the next couple hours here, maybe, maybe the rest of the staff will be hired by someone else. So might need to come back soon. <laughs> always that possibility isn't there turboff turboff with the with a shot on his way with out the dunk at the, at the buzzer <laughs> will, will turboff had jokes came with jokes today i like that he kind of kind of hung on the rim a little bit what does jerry jones say we're just trying to hang around the rim or something like that